Stanford Steve and the Bear is presented by Allstate. Save money like a champion with Allstate's new lower auto rates. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Championship savings for the win. The underdog is howling. Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in to the most wonderful time of the year. Our first chance to look at the Bulls, react to everything we have. The matchups are set. Bear is ready to go. Um, have we started looking at Kentucky Derby odds yet or no? No, we, 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 we haven't. It, it's it's a little too early okay. for, for, me, for me to do that. Because in, unless you get word of uh, an, un, an unraced uh, horse, uh, an unraced two-year-old that is about to pop uh, a, a lot of time, like over the next uh, couple of weeks or so, when when you start seeing, like, like I don't even know who's posting the big uh, winter book anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I think William Hill might have one, uh, but but uh, but Johnny Avello, who now heads up uh, the risk unit at, at DraftKings, mm-hmm. he was uh, the the individual when he was at the wing. That used to put that unbelievable uh, Kentucky Derby Futures winter book up. That I used to it, it, usually right around when I would go when I would go out there for either the Vegas Bowl, or which would technically have been this coming week, yeah. or when I was out there for NHC. Uh, that's when I would uh, I would look, and that's and that's when I got Orb a couple of years ago, or what? Gosh, closing in on what eight years ago now? He was yeah. 2014, I think it was. So that 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 was when I got that great number on orb a few years back and wound up with it, but not, uh, it, it, it's such a weird deal right now with, with racing, because I think you get a lot, a lot of, a lot of times there are, there are horses that are, have either just broken maiden or are going to break maiden, uh, right around this time at Gulfstream, mm-hmm. uh, horses that have been laid off and running in, in, in states races. And it, uh, once the calendar turns, so yeah, I don't have anybody in mind right now. I certainly don't think the, uh, the British Cup juvenile offered, uh, much to, uh, to look at in terms of a wage aspect. All right. Very well. Uh, plenty to get to here. Um, need to start with the latest news, even though I just saw a news pop up, but I think it's what everybody knew. Levy's going to leave uh, Ole Miss mm-hmm. and go to Oklahoma. He's an Oklahoma guy. Um, they're fired up. I saw they're getting their old um, strength coach back. People in Norman are fired up. I'm happy Schmitty? for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Dust, Dusty sent out a picture yesterday of him saying the general's coming home. Buckle up, boys. <laughs> uh, so that that's good to see. I've never seen, I'll still say, my first gig on the sidelines ever for a sideline gig was helping Lisa Salters on the radio call when back when it was a Fox broadcast. And it was the Tebow versus Sam Bradford Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. And to watch Smitty. 2008 title game. Yep. Watch him on the sideline nonstop for a whole game made me totally appreciate it. Like it brought me back and I'd been out of playing 10 years, but to see the energy he brought that whole game uh, is still something I'll never forget. I remember trying to go. I think the next time I could find him was we went to Norman in 2010 when Notre Dame went there and I, I sent him an email said, I, I have to come meet you. Um, he's just an incredible guy. Yeah. Uh, there's not many like him. So uh, happy for the people of Norman. It's interesting because you go back to, to, to the 2008 title game. Like I can remember like a lot of schools and a lot of teams and a lot of people kind of give off that 
false tough guy, false bravado, oh, false no, no, confidence no. type deal. Like Mm-mm. when when Bob and that whole group took over, like that 2000 year, there yep. was no false bravado, toughness, Mm-mm. fake guy. Like that was legit, real confidence. And like, like I can remember before the Kansas State game in 2000 when game day was there, uh, when, when I, I went and actually met Bob for the first time with, with, with Kirk in the hotel room prior to that 2000 Kansas state game, I was like, Oh my God, like this, this guy is yeah. the real freaking deal. <laughs> and, and like, I, I was all in on them uh, at, at that point for, for, for ultimately uh, what they wound up doing, winning, uh, winning the title that year and the success that they had. But uh, it's good to see that uh, some of the key players, when, when, when they got that thing going right, are, are coming back. So hopefully, um, Hopefully, Brent and, and Schmitty and Levy will uh, will do a good job, and we'll see how their transfer to the SEC goes. Yeah, and I keep hearing Dusty uh, listening to him when I can, just talk about bringing that edge back that Bob and, and Schmitty brought. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 cool to see that they're happy. Um, are you are you gonna get? Are you gonna? Did you get your matching tattoo yet uh, with Dusty? I, I I'm still waiting for a response. You never replied to me. What that was? I've heard deer antlers. I've heard. Iron, I've heard all different types of things. Uh, I'm still waiting for an explanation. I usually go on his show on Thursday, so I'll, I'll bring that up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Let sure. me know, man. I, I could give. I, I, I could be a little Christmas present for you. I'll, I'll pay for the. Uh, I'll pay for you for you and Dusty's matching tattoo. It's a lot of ink, a lot of ink, and he has a lot more to show than I do. Oh yes. Um, but let's get to to the you. Um, you guys got your your guy back back down there. Uh, we know the history down there. We know what he's done as far as recruiting. Um, we know what happened uh, since Kirk sort of said something on game day and it started snowballing from there. But uh, your reaction to Mario Cristobal taking over at the U? Yeah, no, obviously the <laughs> these things very rarely are clean and pretty and fair and all smelling like roses and go smooth and when you when you're dealing with hirings and firings and transitions uh but but i think ultimately uh they did get the guy that they wanted and he he, the goal is never just to solely win the press conference but he certainly won the press conference uh yesterday and i think it's a guy who I, I would, I would, I don't want to be like naive, but to say that this probably has been on his mind for a while. Mm. Once, uh, once Kirk said what he did mm-hmm. and it looked like Manny was going to be fired. I'd be shocked if this wasn't uh, in the works for a bit. But the bigger hire is uh, the AD hired with uh, Radikovich. Like, like he is, that's a home run AD hire and someone who is going to put the, put, put the ducks in a row Mm-hmm. And and make sure and demand, not even demand, command uh, that that everybody is on the same page. So uh, Ma- uh, Mario is a fantastic recruiter. Um, I, I think, in, in a sense, uh, I wonder like him being at Alabama, plucking the guys out of South Florida. Like I would think that probably affected him, being he's as dialed into to Miami as anyone potentially would be. So I think he'll probably take that as a challenge now to. To, to keep these guys at home. And I think we need to, uh, oh, I dropped a Wii. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We dropped back. a Wii. We're back. I, 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 I think um, Miami needs to take a look at the uh, the coordinator. I, I, we were literally sitting there on the set on Sunday 
uh, during that selection show. And you, you saw that Joe Brady was let go by Carolina. So it's like, I, I he's a South Florida guy. Mm. So that's gotta be, I mean, if that has, if that call hasn't been made already, um, I, I would expect you know, and hope that that call might be made uh, in the next couple of days. Because if you, if you have Mario and his recruiting acumen and you potentially can hire a Joe Brady with Van Dyke, who's going to be one of the better returning quarterbacks in the country next year, and the skill guys that are going to come back, that could be a pretty good offense. But see, I have a general message, though, for, for everybody. Everybody's angry. Everybody is angry, whether it's Georgia lost and shouldn't be in, or they're mad Alabama won, or you're mad Cincinnati is in, or you're mad because Cincinnati is in, but they but they're still a group of five and they and they look at what they had to do in order to get there, or you're mad with how Mario left Oregon and got like everybody's angry. I mean, it's unbelievable. Just we had a great season. Yeah. Was, you got three, you got a couple of new teams that never been in the playoff. You got Cincinnati as the group of five team. You got Michigan with, with, with Harbaugh as a great story this year. In uh, you had Alabama in a, in a must win situation to get in, and they and they and they again beat George. Like everybody, since it was since the Cincinnati deal, and I said this to Kirk yesterday after he tweeted what he tweeted. People are mad. People are going to be mad if Cincinnati were left out. People are going to be mad if Cincinnati were left out. It's like people are going to be mad about something, regardless. It's just, it's just amazing. Like, like the the, the people who the people who are happy. Let me try and phrase it. Like people, the people that are angry about Cincinnati getting left out are still the same people now that are angry about Cincinnati getting in because I still don't think they're being viewed as equals. And and honestly, they're not equal. But they've won all those games, and they're they're in. Everyone said, "Oh, it's rigged against the group of five. They can't get in. It's impossible." They're in, and they're still angry. So, just make up your mind. Well, be happy they got in. And that's where I'm going to start. I'm super happy. At the beginning of the year, I was really worried about the sport and what they what we had at stake, uh, knowing what we've seen in previous years, the dominance we've seen from teams. Uh, that have taken over the playoff spots. And I'm pumped. I really am. I'm pumped for the season. I think teams that had the opportunity took it, and they ran with it, speaking of Michigan and Cincinnati. And I have messages. And these messages, one is for the Big Ten folks. I'm tired of hearing you guys talk about how the SEC gets put on a pedestal. You have an opportunity here with your best team. Your best team is playing the second best from the U- from the SEC. I don't want to hear any more excuses. I don't want to hear it. Go out and win the game. Win the game, and then you do your thing, okay? And just, I, I don't know what else to tell you. you. You just keep comparing yourselves. Go out and win. It's your best against their second best. No excuses, all right? And then to the little guys, you talk about the people that are, you know, talking about Cincinnati, they got in. You got your shot. You're here. Make the most of your opportunity. It's right there. New Year's Eve day, line up, buckle up, and get after it. Prove yourself. That's what you wanted. You got your opportunity. So, yeah, the people that are upset and this and that, like, I don't want to hear it. The opportunity's there. Take it and go with it. Yeah. Speaking of opportunity, by the way, I hope um, 
anybody that did take my uh, suggestion on that Alabama money line hedge with the, uh, the college football playoff, I, I hope people out there were able to do that because I know I locked in a uh, about a nice 30% profit on that Alabama no playoff and then took about plus 220 on the money line mm-hmm. uh, for the SEC title game. So you, you said opportunity. So yeah. the first thing that popped in my mind with opportunity was the uh, was that successful bet that made up for a lot of be- unsuccessful bets this year. But 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 you're right. And and I think if you look um, at the odds for both of these games, like my, my, my preliminary thought, like when we were sitting there on the set on, on Sunday and I, I, I played guess the line with the guys with, with Kirk, Joey, um, David and Jesse and Reese on the set. And I asked, they, I asked what, what do you thought Alabama Cincinnati was? And, and, and they were guessing 16, 17, like they were guessing high. And I actually got, I guessed 14 and a half. That was what I guessed for this mm-hmm. line. And to see it come in at 13 and a half makes me believe that obviously the Vegas odds makers have quite a bit of respect for Cincinnati mm-hmm. because Florida, uh, Alabama was a 14 point favorite against Florida, a 15 point favorite against Ole Miss. Uh, and here they are a 13 and a half point favorite over Cincinnati. And, and that, that initial line tells me that, that they're probably comfortable going into that game um, taking Alabama money short of 14 and, and, and thinking that they'll need Cincinnati. I, I think as a ma- from a matchup standpoint, I think the Cincinnati secondary uh, is, is the strongest part of that defense, and we'll see how they can do uh, against Williams and some of those players now without Mechie. And I'm sure the Alabama running backs will be healthier by the time that um, this the, the game rolls around. Um, but can, can Alabama, which really hasn't run the ball well, uh, this season, uh, take, take it, take advantage of, of what might be an advantage there. But, but I, I think Cincinnati plus 13 and a half right now is an interesting play because it's probably going to go to 14, 14 and a half. So if you like Alabama, I would, I would play them now, yeah. but I, I think there's a good chance this number hits 14. So if you like Cincinnati, maybe wait it out a little bit. That That's, and I, that's where I wanted to start with that game. I thought it was genius for them to put it out at 13 and a half because mm-hmm. knowing the leeway you can to move it to 14 or 14 and a half, knowing you're probably going to get a lot of Alabama money um, because there's been plenty of, mo- of backers there, but you're also going to have your underdog people uh, that think, Hey, that could be a ton. And when I first look at it, I I think of a couple things. Everyone's going to talk about how Cincinnati has NFL talent in the secondary. They're going to be put to the test. Because as I said all week going up that last week, no one puts a strain on your secondary for a whole 60 minutes like Alabama does. And that's what it's going to come down to. But my biggest my biggest component of this game is Cincinnati hasn't seen anything close to Will Anderson. And now no. Will Anderson no. is going to no. be even more motivated because he didn't get invited to the Heisman, which is a joke. That was um, the other thing I forgot to talk about with everybody being angry. Everybody's angry about the Heisman oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, you Thank knew you. that was going to happen. Um, that, uh, But that, to me, is is just you saw the Cincinnati game change when Indiana's best pass rusher uh, left the game. Yep. In that game, but Will Anderson is a guy you watch snap in and snap out every game. Uh, he's a difference maker. I, I love him, uh, and I'm fired up to see what he brings to the table, and I'm fascinated to see what Cincinnati does knowing that he's a game wrecker. Um, but I think uh, 
I think Alabama wins the game, and I think I would lean towards taking the points, though. I, I think it's a 10-point game. I think Cincinnati does have the goods. I think it's an enormous spot for Ritter. Uh, he got a chance to face an SEC defense last year. I know it's a different defense um, with Georgia, you know, with the guys they had playing, and I know it's at stake here. I think it's a huge spot for Ritter to use his legs and, and when you need to, to extend drives and move the change, that's huge uh, with Ritter's athleticism and his athletic ability, uh, especially, you know, you can't go three and out against Alabama and give that offense the ball back. You got to do anything you can to get first downs in that game. So um, I'm still trying to watch some more Cincinnati offensive line stuff just to see, you know, what they can do. I think, what you know, what they're capable of doing. The run game is enormous. Um, so that's where I would lean in this game and in the other game, um, that's going to be the night game, New Year's Eve. I, I just, I have no idea what to expect from Georgia. I, I really don't like, I think back to when they went to Jordan hair and got smoked by Auburn a couple weeks later, they come back and, and dominate Auburn. And everybody talks about Kerry Ann Johnson, not being healthy, blah, 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 blah. Um, but they got up off the deck and they rose to the occasion and got it done. And I think about the circumstance here of having, what is it, 25 days to let it sink in. Um, or you just wipe it and flush it and you get back on the practice field and say, this is what we're going to do, film study, the whole deal. Um, but I'm fascinated to see what Georgia comes out as because I do think they match up pretty well with Michigan um, as far as lines of scrimmage and that stuff. But I still I still wonder about Stetson Bennett. And I know the Stetson mm-hmm. Bennett believers are going to back him and say he wasn't the reason they lost the game. I get it. I just think if they're going to take the next step, they need they need um, more power, more, more, more power in the passing game. And I, I, I think I think we see JT Daniels. I, I really do. Um, but, you know. Kirby's the guy. He's going to call the shots, and they have what they have. Uh, but it's another one. I, I think Georgia wins, but I, I would I could see it's seven and a half. I would I would lean towards taking Michigan, but the favorite wins. Yeah, you 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 said Stetson Bennett wasn't the reason they lost it, and like this is one of those things where all of these things can be true. Mm-hmm. Stetson Bennett wasn't the reason Georgia lost. Alabama had better quarterback play, and that's the reason why it won, and. Stetson Bennett wasn't the reason Georgia lost, but once they fell behind and were chasing points, mm-hmm. he was the reason they couldn't come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. I, I think in, in, in recent, I both kind of felt this way throughout the course of the year. Like when everybody was talking about Bennett, 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 while Daniel Zerk, we were both in the, in, in the camp of JT. If, if Georgia's going to win the, in the championship at some point, they're going to need JT Daniels. And, and mm-hmm. I think that point, I don't know how you can go into a potential rematch if they do if they do beat Michigan with Stetson Bennett and think you have a real chance to win the game. Um, looking at what he did, what was it? last year it was eighteen of forty with three picks. Saturday he wasn't good. Like he's not beating Bama. Like they 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 they're, they're going to have to have a much better effort on defense, a much better effort. On the offensive line, I'm like, like they're going to have to play like a perfect game at every other position group if they play Bennett and and expect to win. But like that, like this yeah, this number, um, 
when I saw it seven and a half again, we, we, we kicked it around on the set uh, on Sunday and they were all guessing three and a half, four, yeah. five. Um, and I, and then I actually pegged it. I, I said seven and a half and that's, and that's what it was. And again, to, to play a psychologist uh, with, with the odds makers, that tells me that they are very comfortable going into the game uh, with the position needing, need, needing Georgia. Yeah. And, and our and our guys Metcalf uh, they opened they opened uh, Georgia nine yeah uh, circus so they, they opened it even higher so they even have a higher opinion of uh, of, of Georgia in this matchup than than a lot than a lot of people do so uh, the number the number is telling me to take Georgia but again I would wait because this is I don't think this is going to be anything but one way traffic mm-hmm. uh, maybe you get a seven. Maybe you get a six and a half by, by kickoff because I do think a majority of the play will be on Michigan. And, and, I, and I think the matchup, uh, I think Georgia probably feels good about their matchup uh, against the Michigan running game. But at the same time, I'd be very surprised if Michigan did not have some type of offensive wrinkle and throw a first down play action a lot more to try and keep uh, keep Georgia on, on their toes a little bit. Uh, because clearly they they do not have the same type of difference makers at wide receiver like Alabama had that were able to kind of expose some mismatches. No, they're they're very similar. Um, they're very similar, and I think a little you know better than average play from your quarterback. Um, they don't have elite guys on the edge, but I thought. Georgia would do better winning on the edge with their wide receivers. Um, Michigan's done a really good job. I was I questioned their talent on the perimeter all year, and especially going into the year. And I thought they did a great job with their scheme of getting guys uh, open um, and 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 getting better every week. Uh, it's a, it's a tribute to them. I, I I didn't think they could do it, and they did it. And my hats are off to Michigan. I, I'm really really happy for them to go out and do do what they did. Um, so. It's that guy's he's the, he's the court. He he's my. I mean, I don't have. You know, he didn't win it. Uh, the bro, but McDonald is the Broyles award winner. For yeah, me. that was a great hire, and mm-hmm. the, the, what he's done for that Michigan defense has been has been unreal. So yeah, he, well, unbelievable hire. To be able to put those two guys consistently in one-on-one matchups is is just awesome to see. Knowing what people could do with using tight ends and re- using running backs uh, to protect, um, it's it's been really fascinating to see Michigan still get those two edge rushers to dominate games the way they have, and that's just so confusing to me. Going back to Georgia, is I go back and watch it, and then I'm getting clips. I'm talking to. You know, multiple SEC guys that have coached against Georgia, you know, before the game and just talking about, you know, what they'll be able to do. And, you know, and everybody kept bringing up the Auburn game with Alabama's offensive line. And I'm just like, it's it's not that I, I, I can't say that. And that's why I gave Alabama a chance. You you give nine a chance uh, who who Bryce Young just does an unbelievable job of giving himself an extra second on throws and throwing guys open. I, I it's. He's got it all. Um, but to see Georgia in that first touchdown um, by Jamison Williams just screw up a, a basic coverage and, and and fall for something in front of them, and, and that creates the space for Alabama's best receiver. It was just – it was really confusing to me see how Georgia couldn't, couldn't adjust to a bunch's formation. Um, I do think 
Robinson, the running back, he wasn't 100%, but boy, was he big in pass protection. He stepped up every time and filled the gap and picked up blitzers. And Georgia continued to blitz, and they weren't getting home. I just I didn't understand why you just maybe just change back and sit, and sit back and try and give your guys help and coverage. Um, I do expect Georgia to play more man uh, and more pressure uh, the next time uh, we see him, uh, knowing that, that that they can put pressure um, and create more negative plays uh, doing that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How many points do you think wins the Michigan-Georgia game? So if we're going to do the math, it's what, 40? It's 40. I was going to say, you, you, you put me up for 27 right now. I'll take that. So they're saying 7.5, 43.5. They're saying 24-17, somewhere around there? Yeah, a little bit more, 25-18, right around there. Yeah. 25. That's what I was saying. You, you, you get to 27, you're winning this game. Yes. Yeah. I think that's the magic number. Um, and then the other one, you got 58 and a half, oh, uh, 14, whatever around there. So 31, 17, right? 30. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Cincinnati. Hmm. Team total. Interesting. Um, so what do we got? You got your bowl schedule set up? You got all your flights booked? To your city. I have flights booked for, uh, yeah, I do. Down, down to Miami on the 28th for, okay. the, uh, for the Orange Bowl. And then post-Orange Bowl, we're going to fly to Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have game day that morning from the, from the Rose Bowl. We'll call the Rose Bowl. Then I'll fly home that night. So that we're gonna see you. We're gonna see you on the Orange Bowl with the Aflac. Yep, and then the Rose Bowl. Now, I don't gonna... know if this. I I don't know. I don't know if bowl games do do an Aflac. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. I because we didn't have one Saturday. Well, you got, well, you got some days to prepare if you if yeah. you need one. Okay. Um, will you be on game that. day, New Year's Day? Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah there, 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 there's a an east to west nonstop flight. From uh, from Miami to to to, to LA, uh, that's that's that was conveniently scheduled for around uh, midnight or so on East Coast East Coast time in Miami. Is Mickey and Minnie Mouse on that flight with you? They will be. All right, there they, we they, go. They, they now be. we're talking. I will not. All, I will all, not all tell all my all kids. All I'm hoping for, I, I couldn't care less who win who wins the Orange Bowl. <laughs> I just want it running clock. I want it to go fast. <laughs> But, but I, uh, even still, I don't think I think this is a sleep on the plane, get to the hotel, take a shower, right to oh yeah, right to the roast, right to the stadium, oh, yeah. and then Pollock, Pollock will be jumping up and down at six a.m. out there. Oh, he'll, he'll 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 be he'll be running in place doing jumping jacks on the uh, on, on the plane. I'm sure. 
Now, will game day be in Miami and they'll get out before you guys? I don't know who is. I would imagine those guys might be staying to do uh, pregame for the Orange Bowl or halftime as well. So it might, okay. might just be a big, might just Whoa. be a big team flight. Big team flight. Yeah. Assigned seating. Watch yeah. out. And and, oh. and and then and then how about then, and then Indianapolis? Yeah. Every Delta flight out of Indianapolis is sold out. Like I'm sure every Georgia and Alabama fan bought up those. Mm. And even Michigan too. Indianapolis yeah. DTW, Indianapolis ATL. No Uh-oh. dice. Had to had to had to book the other airline. Uh the other and one. In the year on the other airline. How about the that? Dark side. Uh, I'm hoping to see you in Indianapolis. I was hoping maybe maybe get a little live pod or something out there for the I, people. I think that. Yeah, I, I I would like that. You know, we need to get to Indianapolis. I, I hear yeah. I hear from I hear from friends that that's going to be a profitable trip. Ooh, very good. I like to hear they, that. They 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 have a, they have a quite a few books available. I hear so we'll, mm. we'll, we'll get quite a few uh, sign up bonuses and free bets. That'll be good. That'll work. Uh, I'm actually fired up to uh, head up this week. Uh, I'm going to go to the Army Navy game. You're going to be there for game day. I will. Yep. Looks like rain in the forecast. It looks like a real warm and rain. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a very crappy day to be, to be honest with you. Mm. So. You'll, be, you'll be at home on the couch for kickoff, right? Yo, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if it were nice, I was thinking about staying, but I, I can't. I can't do sideline in the rain. Like that. Bear doesn't do the rain. Nah, it, rain is miserable. You just like the snow in Michigan. Like it didn't bother me because it it was cold. It was fine, yeah. but but rain, you're just damp and just gross. Mm. I've, I've I've been in my fair share of uh, rain games as a as a as a fan at, at that in that stadium. Uh, going to going to Jets <laughs> going to going to Jets games and for for all those years. So. Yeah, I, I'm good. Thank you. Very good. How was the scene in in Atlanta for the game? It was great. People tell me that game's the loudest game every year because of the dome and the two fan bases, mm-hmm. mostly 50 50. Um, that's that the case. I mean, obviously, it was one side in the second half, but first it quarter like, was it fantastic. felt like more Georgia fans were in the building than uh, than Bama fans, and then mm-hmm. then then obviously when once that game went. Went south. It was, it was. Oh no! Here we go again. <laughs> so, All but yeah, right. no, it, it, it it was pretty. It was funny too because like we we were we were standing in the corridor, uh, watching the end of the Big Twelve game uh, just before that game was getting started. So uh, it was wild to to watch the end of that and then walk into the Georgia Dome just prior to the uh, the anthem and the, and the teams taking the field. Nice. Um, New Year's six, anything stick out to you as you're looking at these matchups? I'm actually fired up for the games, knowing that we got some, some teams playing for, for, for just good matchups. Um, and I, I feel like for the most part, you know, you look at, uh, the sugar bowl, you got Baylor, you got Ole Miss, uh, obviously Ole Miss is going to have no levy, but I think Lane will love the opportunity to take over that offense. Uh, I thought Grimes, um, he was, he was my guy uh, for the Broyles award. I I thought what he did this year was incredible winning two games last year. Um, But that's, that's a, Oh, watch out. That's, that's Mr. Tessitore and McElroy in new Orleans. Look out. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I mean, I can, when we were in uh, 
Oxford a few weeks ago. That's all Ole Miss fans could talk about was, mm-hmm. you know, do, do you think we have a shot at going to the, uh, to, to the Sugar Bowl? Do you think we have a shot at going to the Sugar Bowl? So uh, I, I would think they'll be pretty, uh, pretty wound up uh, and excited about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and, that, and that's what gets me to a couple of these games because I look at Baylor and what they've done and Iran has been incredible, obviously, but the idea of having to do that, if, if Ole Miss can make you play their style for 60 minutes um, is, is pretty interesting to me. And, and the other thing is all the unders that have come in in Ole Miss games this year is, is eye opening. Uh, so that's it. Who's going to dictate tempo and all that, that I think Baylor uh, can, could frustrate Ole Miss. But then like, I look at Utah and Ohio state, like Utah has been great. Um, but they haven't, they haven't played anything like this. And I try, so I started like trying to I haven't played anything like this offensively. No, exactly. Yeah. They have not faced an offense like this. No. And that's what, like, can they do it for 60? Like to be like, I was trying to be creative, like a couple exotics. Like I was thinking like maybe Utah first half where they could come out with it, with, with the energy, um, and, and be able to stifle Ohio state. And obviously we've seen them in the second half open things up. Uh, but I was thinking you might get an inflated number uh, with the game being six and a half. You could catch a couple points there with Utah. Um, but that, that, that's a good matchup. I wonder if Utah could hang for 60 in that one. And you also got to wonder who's going to play. Will, yes. will the Ohio State receivers play? Mm. Um, that's why it's so hard to make. Yes. And, and that's that's kind of like the story of the bowl season. Is no doubt. No you're, doubt. Almost, you're almost trying to guess who's going to opt out or – figuring out okay this person may and at the very least you're getting what you think might be the best of the number to either a just stick with it or b uh, have a middle opportunity like, like i'm i'm hearing stuff about picket right now about that he may not play for pit mm-hmm. so like like uh, that, that number uh, i see is actually dipped down from three to, to two and a half now so uh, i think some people probably are uh, hearing the same thing so, like, if Pickett doesn't play, uh, Michigan that that number probably goes to Michigan State being in favor. Yes. So that, that's why it's so hard to play these games because uh, so many of them are are guess the opt out. Tennessee is another one. Uh, the world loves Tennessee in this game, a because it's at home, uh, and b because they think uh, Bell and and Carlotis aren't going to play. So, like, like. Uh, do, do you get in on Tennessee now with three, thinking this number might go to four, four and a half, five, maybe mm. even six, uh, if it's announced that those guys might play? So, uh, bowl, bowl season is all about rumors and trying to project who's going to play, who's not going to play, uh, to, to give you to give yourself the best number. Yeah, it's uh, it's one that you mentioned that one. That was one I just said. I just took a flyer on when they first came out, and I saw Tennessee was plus three. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, Bell and Karloftis, they're going to be really high draft picks. And I just took a shot. And obviously, uh, Coach Brom said they're going to go pro. And to me, that says they're not going to play. It says um, without saying it. Yeah. So we're not, it's not definite. We don't know, but it was a shot, you know, a chance I took. Um, is Oklahoma State going to be all right without Jimmy Knowles? I don't know. Jimmy, Jimmy Knowles was the, the heart and soul of that. Uh, team this year and uh, with, with, with that defense. So now that he's trading one OSU for another OSU, uh, that that could that could be problematic, especially against a uh, a Notre Dame team that 
the play they they got their players' choice as head coach, mm-hmm. and and they will be and they will be out to uh, to snap that New Year's six slash BCS major bowl uh, losing streak against a team that probably won't be able to score many points. That's how about, how about, how about that goal line? How, how about that goal line offensive package that <laughs> that Oklahoma State trotted out there at the end of that game? I mean, that what what a, what a terrible terrible job offensively at the end of that game. What, what, what they have? It's like seven plays from inside the five. I thought it was like ten was, from the five. Terrible. Just put Spencer Sanders in shotgun and. And just let him take a a running a running start and just extend the ball over the goal line. My, I was really, I really, really felt bad for Warren the running back not being able to give it a go in yeah. that game because mm-hmm. he's such a difference maker. Um, and I just, I, I really, really felt for him knowing the opportunity that there was there. He's like my one of my pleasant surprises of the year. I mean, and then you go into that game. I think I wanted to look at that Oklahoma State. They had over 300. I mean, they moved the ball, but then you look at it, their leading rusher was Spencer Sanders, 13 carries for 33 yards. But those spreads get down in the red zone, get in tight, man. Things change. Things change. Uh, awesome job by Baylor um, in that. But that that one, too, no, ch- like that line is only going to go up with all this Notre Dame steam and momentum and, and happiness coming out of South Bend. So be careful there. Um, be careful. Um, I think Oklahoma State will be plenty motivated. I think you have a really good matchup in the outback, uh, Penn State and Arkansas. Um, Why is Penn State favored? That's that's what scares me there. That's disgusting. I just looked, uh, I just I, I just I just saw that. I'm like, yeah, I, I like you. Would you want to play them? I like the idea, of Arkansas, um, <laughs> in in that game as a dog. Um, I'm just trying. Why to is see. Miami favored over Washington that, State? That that did did. That's disgusting. Who's coaching? Like, I mean, shout out to Bob Stoops. Did he did he know more than anybody? Like, just say, yeah, hey, I'll go back and coach. I'm going to face a team that doesn't even have a coach. Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> How smart is he? He's next level. A um, and M Wake Forest. Uh, yeah, I I think Michigan State could be a live dog. I know it's not going to be pretty, um, but even yeah, I if, thought that total. I thought that total was too low uh, at mm-hmm. first, but again, uh, that was based on assuming Pickett and Addison would play. Yeah, uh, Clemson Iowa State's a really good game. I think um, there's plenty of talent on the field. It's that's forty five and a half over under. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because I tweeted out a. Um, uh, a couple of immediate quick thoughts the other day. And I mm-hmm. said, the one game that I thought I would play was Georgia state, but I was three and a half over ball state. And I see that number is up to five in a bunch of places. right now. <laughs> Wow. Uh, we got leech against his old squad, giving a boat. Yep. Uh, Air force live a dog. Auburn laying three with Finley. I mean, uh, you're right. He's going to probably be the quarterback. Who else? Yeah, who else would it be? I I don't like the idea of that. Um, trying to think anything else. UCF in Florida playing in Tampa is pretty fun. Roadrunners giving a couple to San Diego State. I think after some of the way San Diego State had 
had the COVID issues and they got rolled in that conference yes. title game. Yes. You would think that they'll, uh, they'll be a lot of pride at stake there to shut down a, uh, an offense and put up a bunch of points there. Mm. BYU deserved a better ball, by the way. Uh, and I'll tell you what, too. I c- it's a, that's not a knock on UAB, but BYU for the season that they had des- deserved to play a Power 5 team in a bowl game. A lot of yellow on the field between Wyoming and Kent State. <laughs> um, Mustard. Mustard in that. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the final rankings, how Baylor is behind Notre Dame and Ohio State is. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't think and, that and, was and, right. No. And again, if we're being honest with ourselves, the four best teams in the country are Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, and Ohio State. Those are the four best teams in the country. And I know Cincinnati fans are going to get all pissed off right now, but I'm just, I'm just being real. You needed the, the, you talked about the, you need the fourth quarter comeback to be the team that went 0 nine in the big, in the big 10 and a targeting suspension in Indiana doing Indiana things near the goal line, fumble, just dropping the ball going in. Ohio state led that team 44 seven at halftime. So those are the four, but again, if we're just going to say based on our power ratings, why play the games? But yeah, like, like if, if you're being honest, it's those four. And then I probably would have put, uh, I might have put Cincinnati five and then Baylor six, Oklahoma, uh, and, and, and then Notre Dame seven. Okay. Baylor was, Baylor was really, Baylor was close, man. Well, you know what's, oh, that's what I wanted to bring up is I mean, they, they had, they had the, 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 the lost, um, they avenged the one lost Oklahoma yes. State and then they had the, the 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 TCU, TCU rise up game that. yeah but I I I was watching um the end of the Big Twelve game at a friend's house and I had to go pick up the kids at a birthday party and I immediately got in the car to hear the the Baylor uh, reaction not once did they bring up the idea that they could be in the playoff and I I couldn't believe it like. And then I started to wonder, maybe they're worried about being too much of a homer from what happened to the Texas Tech call radio guys that got suspended mm-hmm. earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was fascinating that they they never even thought brought the idea of a Baylor prob- possibly being in the playoff, which and it just made me think, like, these guys must be really put on, put on point here uh, because I, I thought they would be, you know, going crazy about having a possible I – mean, knowing that they were – the first win of the day and, and everything else had to play for it. That was your time to, to yeah. say what you wanted. Um, yeah, who knows? Yeah. I'll, I'll say, say Georgia does win that game and, yeah. and Iowa pulls an upset. I mean, you're, you're, you're so you're squarely in the mix. It was, uh, you, you had, you had a, you had a much better resume than Notre Dame did. That was, even though you had the, you had the two losses though, you lost twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you had three top 15 wins as opposed to, to zero for, for Notre Dame. So, but that's all. It's all water under the bridge now because it didn't go that way, and we and we have the right four teams uh, in the playoff based on the, the the way the playoff goes about ranking their teams. And we don't need to expand. No, no, we don't. And, I, and, and that that's that's the other thing. Pete, other thing people are angry about. Like, no, we don't need to expand because everything we would have gotten. With that Ohio State Michigan game, that would that would have been preceded. Like that, the great, the the, the great champion, the the great rivalry Saturday that we had. All those games would have meant 
nothing in terms of all those teams would have been in and we wouldn't have been nearly as exciting and thrilling and emotional as it was. Very good. Um, all right. We'll be back next week. I got to dive into some more things. Obviously. Well, can, can, what, what, what do you think of the whole uh, Quinn Ewers situation there? I, I almost got a, like I almost got to respect the game for, for, for him. And I, I said that facetiously, leave the state of Texas to go get the money grab for the NIL, go to Ohio state where you realize you're not going to play for, for, for two or three years, get a year of learning under Ryan day and then bolt. I mean, that's, that's some great three D chess right there. That's beating the system is what I call it. It is uh it's pretty eye opening. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, it, it's. Uh, but, but and 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 one other thing I, I know I being the the big NBA guy that I am, mm-hmm. I had an opportunity on Saturday. And I usually don't like name drop or whatever, to, but somehow uh, I worked up my way into the uh, the sweet level of the game and wound up running into Kirk. And who's uh-huh. Kirk talking to? Dominique Wilkins, human highlight film. What an awesome dude. There. Oh, my, the stories my, that he had were amazing. That guy fa- just talking. Oh my, I could have, I could have stood there forever. You need, you need to stop. That's my favorite athlete of all time. Is it real? I didn't, I, I didn't know that. I named my dog Dominique. Really? Yes. <laughs> I mean, the, the stories he was telling just about facing oh. Larry Bird and, and, and now Bernard King's most underrated player, like, oh, it was. He's the best, man. Great dude. The best. The best. Love that, man. Um, Sorry for everybody if you took my NFL lock of the year. That's why I don't bet NFL. I didn't, know, a, there, what, I didn't know there was going to be 60 mile an hour wins. And by the way, I talk, speak, I, I talk about how Oklahoma, like, wasn't fake, tough guy, fake bravado, like, Buffalo. These fake tough guys, mm. false bravado, to, to steal an '80s or '90s phrase, posers. They no face one. three. Th- you, you you look at what the Colts, the Titans, and Patriots did to them. Just ran right over them. Phonies. That's why I did not use the Bills in my uh, in my circa cross sport three team parlays. I left. I'm exposed to the Bills. This was before that game Monday night, by the way. Uh, so I, I played. I played a three prong uh, future parlay. I played CFP, mm-hmm. Super Bowl, and Masters. Okay. So, Did we get a meal out of Vegas? Um. Yes. Went with uh, went with Chris Andrews over to a, an awesome Greek place called Ilya, uh, way uh, well off the strip. Local. Great. It was great. And then uh, and then on Friday after doing the show with Gil, uh, myself and Gil and uh, Jeff Parlay went over to a place called Rise and Shine. I don't know if you've been there. No. place. It's a great like a, a breakfast brunch type place where all the, the servers wear pajamas and all, a great menu. Got myself some, some cinnamon toast crunch, French toast, the, a little side of corned beef hash. Oh, so good. All right. Um, we will be back next Wednesday uh, with some picks, knowing that everything ramps up, I believe, Saturday the 17th is our first. 
Uh, day of games. Let's see. I wonder if ESPN International will carry those games. <laughs> we got the Bahamas Bowl Friday, December 17th. And then Ooh, oh, oh, two games. I might need to. Maybe I can take a um, a, a little inter-island flight between uh, Providenciales and, and Bahamas. We'll see. My wife would love that. I can't even tell you who's in the Bahamas Bowl. Uh, I'll tell you right Who now. Uh, Middle Tennessee against the Rockets of Toledo. Toledo minus 10. I'm going to pass on leaving okay. Providenciales to go watch that. Yeah, if you do, I will have a problem with you. I'm good. Uh, go hit up cafe somewhere for me. Tell the boys I said hello. Are they, are they open again? They were. I, they were open. Okay. They okay, are open. Cause I, okay, because I, I know uh, a buddy of mine who was there uh, a few weeks back was there, and they were not open. Yeah, October they were not. Uh, a couple weeks ago, right before Thanksgiving, they were open. Okay, good. So you're good. All right. Perfect. Get fish tacos. Thank me. Um, all right. Oh, I've had them. They're the best. Um, if you can relax at that place, you got serious problems. Uh, yeah, you go get, get on that, get on that back deck outside. Mm, Perfect. Nothing better. Uh, all right. Like I said, we'll be back next week with the bull picks. Uh, just wanted to get our first thoughts and, and ideas and out there. Um, I love every hire I've seen so far. I really do. <laughs> I really do. I love them all. Who's uh, Oregon going to hire? I don't know. I do not know. Um, I, 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 I just can't believe it's open this many times, man. I, I can't believe it. I mean, you can make, make the argument it's been the best job of the last two decades in the, in the, in the conference. Uh, is there an argument? I mean, I people are going to say USC, you could have, you know, if so-and-so went there, they would have changed the recruiting quicker, but I'm not buying it. They played for the national title twice yeah. in the last 12 years. Yep. So or won won the Rose Bowl, been in the Rose Bowl multiple times. I would think they'll I, have I their. Head. I, I I don't think there's any debate about it at all. And I mean, like Mario said, there's the the cupboards are full with all the recruiting he did there. So yeah, it, it's, you, uh, just just think, yeah, Flo didn't even play. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting. Um, Artie, we'll see you next week. Bear, take us away. Plus you bet, more you lose when you win. You can listen or follow the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, don't miss more from Stanford Steve on ESPN Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. And check out the Bear on College Game Day on ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. <laughs> 